remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Good pre-record. I saw you doing that too. Good pre-recorded show to you. This is the AM Drive, and we are not live on Twelve On Sports, but we are on Twelve On Sports. Um, for Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvelis. What is going on, Mister Aaron? Not a whole lot. It feels weird to be recording. It almost almost like a midnight drive. It feels weird to be recording on Thursday night here, but uh, due to work conflicts, I won't be able to make a Friday live show. But we want to give you guys something because it is it is coming into the weekend. Uh, it might not be the most exciting football weekend, but uh, we still have some entertainment on the docket. So we wanted to give you guys a show to get you guys, send you guys into the weekend. Speaking of entertainment, Aaron, this show is pre-recorded, so we'll be as entertaining as we can. It is 10.15 local time for me. I've been at work today, so if you, it's 7.15 local time for you. We recorded this on Thursday, October the 14th. It will air on Friday, October the 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, instead, some- of, instead of coffee, I've got a Coca-Cola. <laughs> Aha. Uh-huh. See how that it's like PM drive right now. There you go. So many of us running podcast or a small business. And honestly, Aaron, it's hard spreading the word. Sure, you got friends and families that, yeah, they, they want to check it out, but will they? It's time to grow with Popple. No more begging for views on a website. No more, hey, check this out when you get a chance. Popple is an easy to use but high tech digital business card. Get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off. Set up your links and share. People you share it with do not even need Popple. Again, when you buy your Popple in keychain, credit card, or even pop socket form, use the code AMDRIVE for 20% off. Aaron, let's start off with talking some hockey and baseball quickly. I'm a Kraken fan, and what a Danny we have between my team and your team on opening night. Yeah, what a little Donnybrook. Uh, it looked like the Vegas was going to welcome them to the league by, uh, you know, slamming the door on them and beating the brakes off them. But you know what? The Kraken showed a little sign of life there in the second period, tied it up, and we had a game. I'm very excited. Again, I told you this on Twitter. I, I'm rooting for the Kraken as long as they're not playing Tampa or Seattle. So, um, Vegas, yeah. Yeah, not, not Seattle. As long as they're playing, not playing Tampa or Vegas. So, uh, uh, I, I don't know the, the what's the final score right now. Has, has they beaten Nashville yet? I know they're, they're, they're all three, two in the third, in the, in the third period. Right, well, let's hope if you're watching this on Friday morning, that the Seattle Kraken got their first win in team history. They're holding and again, we right trailed now. and then we got our first lead and we got our first lead tied again. But Aaron, I, um, I don't watch hockey much, but I have watched it enough to understand a couple of things about the Kraken really quickly. Number one, Obviously, the defense was a thing, but their checking is so physical. Like they are such a swarm you when you get the puck near near the board and just pop you. Like and not even dirty, like dirty, but like they really do get up into you and rough you up. Um, also another thing, although they're not the best offensive team, their stick work is pretty impressive. Like I've seen like a, like a few things like that. Wow, the other team's just not doing that. Like I said, they're not the best shooting team. Oh, well, they have three goals tonight, had three goals in opening night. 
but they still have they like do a good job controlling the puck and really making sure the other team does not boat race them. Like they get back fast in transition. They're very good. They're very polished so far, what I can say, but there are obviously the holes that you see early on. I like the stick work and I like the physicality. It's a good tone for the rest of the season. Yeah, it looked like in the uh, in the game against Vegas, uh, they tried to play Vegas at their own game, which is kind of what you're talking about. It's called the four check. And so basically the four check, F-O-R-E check, is right. that you are in the team's defensive zone, getting in their face, trying to cause – it's basically like you would take – Call a fast have, break, right? Not really a fast break, but let's say – Let's say you have four defensive linemen and you have the two defensive tackles are all up in the quarterback's face and the two defensive ends are hanging back in the middle. You're forcing the offense to make a play or get down the field in unorthodox ways. So the four check can really be crucial to a team that's not very good on defense and also not very good on offense because you're creating chances to score goals based on turnovers so to speak so the vegas golden knights played it a lot their first year we thought they really weren't that good i know that you know obviously results oriented they went to the stanley cup but looking at the, the roster we didn't think they were very good so they played a lot of four check used their speed made teams kind of move the puck not their style of play like, it, you pissed can force team, it pisses teams off i'm noticing like, nashville's like gotten a few like pissing but they're getting mad tonight at seattle Nothing wrong with it. They're absolutely – they played it against Vegas, too. Like I said, Vegas still Vegas plays that Vegas keel, though. <laughs> well, Vegas is probably a little more used to that. They're a better team I liked than it. Nashville is. Nashville's not a very good team uh, to begin with. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's a situation where uh, if that's the style of play that they want to go with, this, for, this aggressive forecheck, they're going to keep themselves in a lot of games and maybe win games they shouldn't have by forcing a team like Nashville, who's not that good, to play a style of offense they're not used to. So, I mean, I, I like it. Like I said, the forecheck, usually you find that on teams that aren't very good offensively. And Seattle might be that. I know it's it's early, and they've scored three goals a game, which is decent. But um, normally you find, that, uh, you find that for teams that aren't that good offensively. So they can create chances, and when they get the puck, they're already in the other team's defensive zone. Yeah, and one of the things that the commentators used the term tonight was crowd the net. I mean, I'll be honest. Grubauer has Grubauer has given up a few easy goals, like the few goals that other goalies are just not giving up. And so, like we wrote it down one nothing, like in the first five minutes of this game, like we were against Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, with a deep, but once they got settled in, it's so hard. It's like you're just gonna you run two yards of the like four or five yards of the field. You know, like do the sh- the wheel route. You have to do the flea flicker, all kind of stuff to try to get around that. Yeah, crowding the net's just a, a really good tactic to basically the, the when you shoot at a goalie, he's going to give up rebounds. So basically, crowding the nets, being able to put it right back in as soon as possible. Now Grubauer, that's, he's another. I know you don't know much about him, and he's a quality goalie. The problem is he does let in a lot of soft goals, and there's yeah. a reason. There's a reason he went from one of the best teams in the NHL to an expansion team. Well, he is, I believe, like one of the things they talked about, like one of the previous on ESPN was like, why did you guys not get a, a really good goal? I think was one of their things because like they really don't have any good goalies. They don't have any recognizable guy. Like there was other guys available, but they went with like their bread and butter early, like their defensive stuff, their nasty guys. And then they kind of chose the goal. It was like, eh. 
Well, Grubauer, they didn't actually draft him. They drafted, That's what I'm saying. They drafted Chris Drieger, which made me think that either one, they made a compelling argument to Grubauer. Because honestly, I, I will say this. As, you know, as much as people crap on Grubauer, he actually, in my mind, should have won the Vezina last year. And I know not to take anything away. Everybody in Vegas is going to tell me I'm crazy because Marc-Andre Fleury won the Vezina. And, you know, people in Tampa are going to say, well, it should have been Vasilevsky. I thought statistically, based on statistics alone, Philip Grubauer – was the Vezina winner, but he's not. So c'est la vie. Uh, now, why Colorado believed they could get rid of him? Because they got Darcy Kemper. That's fine. Um, I didn't understand the sighting of Grubauer, but why he why he went to Seattle. But I think ultimately he's a top five goalie in the regular season, and he's going to help Seattle steal games they should not have won. I Maybe will, like this one. I, I noticed um, that as well. We have like a, a five or six game road, road streak to start off. Yeah, like I, don't it's, know, it's not I don't know pretty. if the arena's. I don't know if the arena's fully done. That's what I'm guess. wondering. Is like, eh. maybe they ask for extra time on that. But real quick, my last word on this is Grubauer. I did like seeing he will stop. Like, like, like you're right. There's a few slap shots. I'm like, how did he get that one? He has very good instincts on where it goes. But then, like the lady, he's something like, man, you, how would you allow that one? But stop the other thing. So I, I, I see your point. Well, the, the thing I'll say about it is, is you have to remember the thing that a lot of people don't remember with goalies who are stopping 20, 30, 40 shots a game. The guys who are not goalies, the linesmen or the, the forwards and the defensemen, they change. They go on and off the ice. The goalie stays on the ice for 60 minutes. Ooh, yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, I think they're drinking Gatorade to pump, doing something while the camera's off of them. Much as they can, yeah. So uh, Let's do it's, some- good. it's good to see 32 teams in the NHL. So uh, that's my last word on that one it's good to see a good to see a full complement of teams and uh don't be surprised i predicted in our in our hockey podcast the unhealthy scratch that i predicted that seattle would make the playoffs we predicted on the show too did i okay i couldn't remember okay so next thing we're going to do buttercloth we talk about a little bit of baseball and um aaron i just thought i'd touch on this a little bit by, by the way though aaron we all want to look like a friday night but feel like a sunday morning to do that Go to Buttercloth, who's created a six-way stretch mint-based shirt that keeps you cool and repels those nasty odors. Nothing tops the convert in the amazing looks. To support our show and own this breakthrough line of comfortable shirts, it's the lady I don't want to do anything crazy right now. Visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the Buttercloth logo. You're welcome in advance. Okay, so um, let's talk a little bit of baseball um, for a little bit here. Um, the Red Sox did move on. Wow. Um, I can't even say as a Red Sox fan, I saw that coming, but they just showed their, their firepower. Yeah. The Rays got cold at the wrong time. Red Sox really just other after game one, just scooped up. Exploded. That, that yeah. They had no, they got the benefit of a call in game. I think it was the three. final game. Yeah. I think it was game three. They got a benefit of. Game three. was it the final game? I saw you made a poll. And I was like that that night. I, I hadn't watched until the end. I guess it was that final game. I thought I With thought some that sack, was, whatever it was. What would you call it? Uh, it was ended up being a ground rule double, but it, yeah, that it, was the final game. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, that was. Um, they got a tough task against the Astros. Uh, I will say this: as a Red Sox fan, I'm gonna be rooting my heart out. I just don't know if they're gonna get by the Astros. I really don't. They're a tough team. Pitching is gonna be the key for the Astros. Uh, if they can't do it, then I think the Red Sox got a shot. Aaron, because we don't have much college football games to talk about, I, w- I want to mention this to you. Okay. The White Sox pitcher who called out the Astros, 
I thought he made an alarming statement, and Dusty Baker kind of brushed it off. Okay, nobody really talked about it, but Yahoo Sports put it up in my app, and I read this guy's stuff, and he was like, you know, he didn't say anything, but he's like, you know, it's weird how they just all of a sudden go cold on the road. Like, are they still doing something? Like, it, and I'm sorry, but the guilty, especially with a lot of guys on the, on the team still, it, it does make you wonder, are they still doing something? And I, I want to assume there, but I guess the guilty don't really get the benefit of, the, bit of that doubt sometimes. Uh, I don't I don't like that, that from him because he made a good point. They randomly went cold and then got hot again at home. It's like, mm, okay. You heard won, that, right? Didn't they win game four on the road? Who, the White Sox or? No, the Astros. They won game four on the road. They closed out the series. That's what he's saying is that, like, you know, but but, but he was still wondering, like, after game three, it was like, you know, it was kind of weird. Like, all of a sudden, they sh- their bats just shut off. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I mean Red to, Sox did it, too, to be fair. I tend to lean towards coincidentals. I mean, they beat he, they beat Chicago 10-1 to 1 in the closing game. <laughs> it wasn't that's like, fair. Maybe that's why that didn't take off like it should have in the news. I don't remember when this pitcher said it, but maybe they, the Houston decided, okay, you know what? Bats are cold. We're going to beat the Everloving Snot. It was game three, I think. Yeah, well, they beat the Everloving Snot out of Chicago in game four. Chicago's just not ready to contend. Still too young right now. Um, And real quick, I want to talk about basketball as well. Um, okay. Kyrie Irving has made a stink. And I know you've, I know, even though you like, don't like basketball, you, you like me, well, you, you hate this crap. You I hate, do, but I, I, I want the modern, per, the modern complexion of the NBA and the modern way it's going. And you don't like the player empowerment bull crap. Well, this one is on a whole different level. I will say this. Um, I don't know if we'll circle back to it, but tonight I hope, I hope the Giants can take care of this in game five here, but we have a big game right now. Kind of peeking over, watching it 0-0. Dodgers-Giants. Uh, Dodgers-Giants, big, big matchup. That's yeah, true. The, it's a shame one of these teams is, is going to be out. Uh, the but, fact that Kershaw is still not even pitching for them is just every year is like Todd Gurley in the NFL. I'm sorry. I had to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, they're going with the reliever bullpen uh, style in Los Angeles. Chad Kniebel. Wow. Uh, started the game, went one inning. So, anyways, uh, as far as the NBA goes with Kyrie Irving, it's a tough one. So you have to you have to you have to look at it this way. Like Kyrie doesn't want to get vaccinated. It's totally his prerogative. No. I think I've I think I've said that a few times on the show. Like that's your prerogative. Now, do uh, I do I agree with Brooklyn? Let's see, this isn't even Brooklyn. This is the situation with the the new is the state of New York. Like you, have you cannot, seen the updates on this? What he said though. Um, as far as the he told us why, why he was he made it even worse by saying quotes. Um, he said on Instagram Live, I I I would I wouldn't mind getting vaccinated if it wasn't mandated. I want to be a voice for the voiceless. That makes it ten times worse and stupider. Well, I I, I can understand basically what he's saying is. I'll I'll do something if I want to do something, not because you tell me to do something. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, I, that seems a little bit interesting to me. Like, I I think that's like the fi- final straw for me. Well, see, my thing is, is actually that kind of brought me. I'm not a big Kyrie fan, obviously. Uh, that kind of brought me back into his camp. My, I think that's what a lot. I mean, again, full disclosure, I'm fully vaccinated, but I also support the right to choose. Right, so, and that's across all. Social issues, by the way. Um, uh, my issue is 
I don't think there's a lot of anti-vaxxers who are just adamantly like, no, I will not take the vaccine. I believe there's a lot of people that say, hey, look, I there's a lot of things that have come out with this vaccine, maybe too quickly, maybe haven't really been, you know, I don't feel comfortable taking it. But when you're shoving it down my throat, I'm absolutely not going to take it, you know, figuratively shoving it down my throat. I have so, a question. Do you can, believe? Go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, my thing is, is, you know, they're talking about wanting to, to shut down Kyrie or they will, they'll move on without him. Is there a situation where a team would be open to accepting him? Because what are the not this what are, year? What are the states that aren't allowing him to play? Is it just New York, or are there other states that he can't play in? Well, people also mentioned a good point that, like, even though right now there's not, there might be some states like probably Georgia. They could play the Hawks, right? But they're like, what if Georgia just all of a sudden tomorrow slaps down on it? That's an ever changing thing. Yeah, I mean, it is a big what if, and I understand that in the situation. But what if he's traded to the Orlando Magic, <laughs> where he can play half his half his games in an arena? That, that would be the best part it. of my life. He's traded to Orlando Magic. Go to hell, Kyrie Irving. I think that'd make Orlando a playoff team if he could play. Oh my! Play- I mean, they make Cleveland one when he was by himself. It's true. I just, I don't know. I, I, I just think. Exactly, Orlando. I love it. That'd be better than Kawhi going to Toronto. Or trade him to the Heat. What if they traded him to the Heat? You don't want him? Wait, uh, no. Hmm, he takes games off. We don't. So, but you know what? If he, if he never plays another game in the NBA, he made that decision. The that's what people's problem is like, you know, the NBA is not the place to be doing this. You know, if you're going to do this, don't be an NBA player. Like, choose one or the other. Well, as of hey, right now, as of he's right chosen. now, <laughs> how, what are the odds that another state? Or city, because I don't even think it's this whole entire state of New York. I think it's just the New York City. What are the yeah. odds? I mean, what are the odds that these states? I do believe the Nets start implementing them. I think the Nets finally did crack down, saying they're not. He's not practicing with us regardless if he ain't gonna, if he's going to alienate us, which is even which is bad for him now again. But see, now we're talking about putting something in someone's body, and if you don't do it, you're a horrible human. I just don't. Get, I don't get that. The problem is like everybody else is doing it, and he's like he's paid a lot of money, and like I have like I was telling somebody else, I think they don't have to pay him if he's going to sit this out, right? Uh, I think there's like some things like oh exemption and whatever you can sign, like COVID exemption. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. Well, if the NBA is allowing that, then that's they're they're the they're the idiots first of all. All right. <laughs> I have a question. One last part on this: Do you think that with Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving, like of course two different animals with this, Ben Simmons is now, I guess, his side wants to work out a deal with the Sixers. All of a sudden, after he boycotted the team and, and made the locker room a a, a Swiss cheese hole, um, then if you have Kyrie with just taking said screwing the home games this year. Do you believe player empowerment has hit an ugly head that? The NBA might want to crack down on and go back to kind of assist, hate to say assistant bullcrap. I, I hate saying that, but like this is bad. Those two guys doing these things on two different spectrums of stuff is really a bad look for the NBA, in my opinion. Yeah, but that's one that's one extreme to the other. You're saying if we don't allow the players to basically rule the NBA, we're falling back under a systemic racism. No, rule? no, 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 not like that. I meant like I meant like there's been a question raised by Yahoo Sports, which is like has player empowerment finally gone too far? Like, is it time to crack back down? These guys say, yo, you guys are 
being stupid now, like trying to say, I'm not playing this. I'm not doing this. I'm going to, I sign a contract and two years later, I'm out for, for this reason. Cause we suck. I'm like, get over here. It's like Deshaun Watson. Now you want to leave. So, well, you know, dude. these are two different, uh, these are two different cases. You but know, my, still you, know my, you know, my feeling on the player empowerment with that, you sign a contract. I mean, unless things go absolutely, you know, awry, you should honor your deal. But Ben Simmons got his feelings hurt. Yeah, well, Ben Simmons is part of the reason they keep choking in the second round of the playoffs. So I don't know why you, <laughs> who you think you are. Now with Kyrie again, this is a medical situation. I don't, I don't think this falls under player empowerment. I think Kyrie is well within his right, as long as he's the only one suffering the consequences, that he's well within his right to sit out or retire. Um, if if Kyrie's just, name was C.J. Watson. Would he be feeling compelled to do this? Or would he just say, screw this, give the vaccine? Because he has the platform. All of a sudden, I want to be a voice for the voices. And I'm a, you know, come on, flat well, earther. I have to give it to Kyrie. I, I, even though I don't particularly care mm. for the guy, when he has a position, he stands by it. He stands he, on it. Right? He, he, he doesn't flip flop. His flat yeah. earth, his racism, his, you know, the NBA's racist, Boston's racist, his. <laughs> you know his everything. He sta- he stands by his convictions, whether they're right or wrong. I, I mean, I can I can I can respect that. But the situation here is this is a medical situation. Like there are people, like you said, there are people that believe this Earth is flat, and there is nothing you can tell them to evidence to the contrary. There are people who believe that this vaccine is not healthy for them, and there is nothing you can say to them with the evidence to the contrary. But here's the situation. Everyone on his team is vaccinated. Everyone in that city is vaccinated. Why is Kyrie Irving a threat to you? Because if, the way if, I think the way he's vaccine, going about it. If vaccines work, then you don't have to worry. The way he's going about it is he's being vocal about it. It's like he's been, oh, I'm not going to be mandated. DeAndre Hopkins was the same way, and nobody batted an eye. Fair. And that I guess is because the NFL is more of a shield thing and not just a players do what the heck they want, when they want, how they want. It's fair like that. Maybe falling under the player uh, player empowerment situation. Um, You want to see this commercial and then we'll do a 35-minute football frenzy. 35-minute football frenzy. Holy cannoli. Yes, let's go ahead and hit to a commercial <laughs> here. And uh, on the other side, we are going to be giving you some uh, college football matchups and previews and the NFL previews. And don't forget, on Saturday morning, we are going to have the NFL preview show for week number six. Was, yeah, six. Six in the NFL. So we are going to take a quick two minutes. I'm going to go freshen up my cocktail, and uh, we'll see you on the other side with some college football and NFL talk. Twelve Ounce Sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support Twelve Ounce Sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code 120Z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly. Every shirt maintains its six-way stretch and breathe the Very soft. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh. <laughs> so
Vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Stop overpaying and start playing smart. Get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. College at fanatics.com, the largest assortment of officially licensed fan gear for more than 500 colleges. Every conference, every team. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Aaron, see, si. do you like sports? No, dang, that's well. For those of you that do like sports, like me, um, you, that makes you a fanatic. So go to mikeandaarondrive.com, click the fanatics logo. Every day they have every team, every league, all the apparel you want and need. Daily deals like free shipping. Sometimes they have twenty percent off. Sometimes they have thirty percent off the whole site on clearance and stuff like that. Great website, great customer support as well. It's experienced by us. MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Click the Fanatics logo to support us while supporting your favorite team. Go Kraken. I'm actually going to check the score on that one real quick. We are still leading 3-2 with four minutes left. Woo! All right. There you um, go. So when this airs, uh, you just, chat, just follow me on Twitter. This, you'll see it all. Um. UCF and number three Cincinnati happens tonight when the show airs, but tomorrow night when we're recording. Listen, Aaron, you would love an upset here because you guys paved the way. Well, who are you rooting for? I know you're rooting for UCF, but would you mind if Cincinnati did win? Well, this game's on Saturday, so we'll talk about it. Though. Friday. No, Friday we got a uh, little um... – yeah, Clemson, Syracuse. Well, let's talk the Friday game in the first light, the one that you wanted to talk about on that one. All right. Uh, we can talk a little Oregon and Cali. Okay. Not bad. I know that uh, Oregon still kind of feels like the last chance hope for um, the Pac-12 to kind of remain relevant, um, even with despite that loss to Stanford. But they uh, – right. yeah, this is going to be an interesting game. I, I don't think that Oregon can really manage to – um, what's the word I'm looking for? Struggle, I guess, against Cal. But this is a team that has given Oregon fits in the past. They're currently catching almost 14 points, uh, depending on where you look at some of these sports books. And I kind of like getting those 14 points, even though it is on the road for Cal, even though it is up in Eugene. But um, what are your thoughts on this one? I see 13 and a half on Bet US. Hmm. My my best bet would be 53 and a half for the over under. Um, I would just do 53 and a half over. Yeah, by the way, my AM drive was three and two after starting out 0 and two last week. So that was good. Mine was too. <laughs> I'm excited that about is, that. Uh... And we'll have those on Twitter, by the way. AM drive picks and technically AM drive TV as well. But AM drive picks are our betting stuff. So, but yeah, I'll go over 53 and a half here. I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah, and... we can move We can move on to uh, to Saturday's games, though. Yeah, this is a tough one for me with UCF <laughs> at number four, at number four Cincinnati or number four, three, whichever one they are. But um, so Cincinnati has given them twenty-one and a half points. 
and there was a poll that came out amongst uh, the G5 Twitter, the UCFs, the Cincinnati's. It said, would Cincinnati, the, the current iteration of Cincinnati, 2021, if you put them against the 2017 version of UCF, who would win that game? UCF. You know, I, I said the same thing immediately, but then I looked at it, and I, this, this Cincinnati team is is incredible. Their defense surprises me, actually, sometimes. But I only saw them in a couple of games. I didn't really see them in the Notre Dame game. Yeah, now this is a situation where, like you said, who am I rooting for? Now, oh, I, I think, like, I feel like it's a lost season for UCF. And I know that that's mm. going to come out blasphemous. They they could still, if they win this game, win the AAC. But is that worth anything this year? No, I mean, you really want to provide a G5 Per, uh, G5 team in the playoff. And I feel like UCF almost has to lay down the sword and let Cincinnati boat race them. Now, will it right. ever happen? You know, will it happen? I don't know. But UCF's in disarray. No Dylan Gabriel, no Isaiah Bowser. Their defense is not very good. As you can see, they're going on the road, giving up three touchdowns uh, in this one. I, I'm going to take the over in this game. I think that I think we can get. Hell, I think Cincinnati might be able to get most of it by themselves. Uh, I'm going to take the over 56 in this game. How about 56 and a half? We do that too. I'm good with that too. I disagree with the with the. I think it goes under 56 and a half. Okay. I think Cincinnati's defense is good enough to maybe help, to maybe hold US, UCF accountable. I don't think I think UCF. I mean, UCF is a decent defense, right? No. Really? Not, Not anymore. At all. Not at all. Oh, in so 2017, me, they did. That's why I'm remembering that. 2017, they had a good defense, but that was four years ago. And let me tell uh, you, I, they lost to Navy last week or two weeks ago. And a team at that point in time. That runs, least, runs, runs. But they had only scored 29 points at the season up to that point. They scored 34 on UCF. Dang. It's just, it's just not good. They're just not a good team right now. Kraken lead 4-2 to two with 120 left. Ooh, empty net. Go empty net. Yep, yep. I saw that. Okay. Anyways, um, I so we can disagree on the over under, but what about the points here? You going with Cincinnati all the way four one and a half? I don't want any part of that because I don't really want to. I don't really want to. I don't really want to bet on my team to get boat raced. Well, I'll do it for you. Cincinnati minus twenty one and a half. <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry. Um, number eleven, Kentucky. Number one, Georgia. This game is going to be possibly good if the powers that be play well. Aaron, I'll give you something here. Um, the oh, let's see here. Make sure I find this thing correctly. Of course, Bet US doesn't like to put things in order. That's okay. What are you looking for? It's a line, real quick. 21 and a half is what I see for UGA. Ooh, um, yeah, I'm taking it. I I don't, I'm I made the mistake whenever I looked at um, whenever Georgia did play, yes, 21 and a half, and the over under is 44 and a half, which means they think that Georgia's gonna miss those points. I agree. Um, I wouldn't touch the total. I would. I don't want to have it. It's huge. I guess it's you know top fifteen opponent here, but I don't care. Arkansas when they played Georgia and got not just not just beat, they got shut out. No one saw a shutout of thirty eight nothing coming. I don't, the biggest Georgia fans did not see a shutout of five touchdowns coming. I'm okay. sorry, Kentucky. Okay. This ain't happening. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of action right now going in on that 21 and a half in favor of Kentucky here. So, yep, see, I win. Right right now I'm looking at 70-30 based on the information that I'm given here. So, I I don't know. You're right. I I don't think this is something I would want to touch. I'd probably take the over in this game 44 and a half. Fair. I think I think Georgia's good for five touchdowns. I think we can get 10 10 to 17 points. It's a tough one to cover here, but um How about give give me 34 to to 10 or give me 34 to 13 i'll be fine with that yeah i mean i think this is i mean uga has finally got the first i mean they haven't been ranked number one in decades right it's been a while it's been it's been it's been a yeah it's been a few years um because i don't think they ever i can't remember them ever getting over the hump it just traumatized me as a child i mean i feel like I feel like UGA might be feeling themselves a little bit this week. No, let, let Kentucky sneak in the back door there. The only thing I'm concerned about is if the Georgia doesn't, doesn't get a field goal as well, because they're going to get 35. But if I see Kentucky gets a two touchdowns, will Georgia have the extra field goal to cover that 21 and a half? Is going to be a scary thought. Here's a here's a weird thought. Taking this in a, like a two team seven point teaser. Getting Kentucky at 28 and a half and getting the over at like 37 and a half. Oh, that could be fun. Tell Lou about it. Lou's a big on teasers. Or you are, actually. I like the teasers. Like a little bit of teasing. You don't like this all the way. You like a little bit of teasing, man? All right, cool. Um, <laughs> what was that? What kind of deliverance <laughs> crap was that? <laughs> I know, right? Um, so we get on this game? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for Kentucky. Um, number 19, BYU, Mormons. I mean, Cougars against Baylor Bears. Both teams 5-1 and one here. I love, and, how every, I love how every time you, you announce a game, you just go, oh. Right. <laughs> like you're so stressed after you read that game. <laughs> I mean, how about this? Six in favor of the unranked Bears. Ooh. Ooh. Over-under is 15 and a half. I see we touched the over 50 and a half here. I don't know. I don't know enough about these teams to go to the lines here. Like it's the spread. I'm not sure. I, I know a lot of the, the betting public watched Baylor beat the heck out of West Virginia last week. The total was only in like the 40s, and I know they almost got that. I think they yeah, might have got Yeah, shout out David Tusky's team. Yeah, I know that uh, Baylor's 3 0 at home against the spread. It's a big thing, you know, winning games at home and covering at home. I'm gonna take BYU here. I'm gonna take the six. Oh, you think they win? You're gonna sprinkle some on the money line, like Salt Bay. I just might if I can get a little bit more. I mean, the, the, the action the action started Baylor minus four and a half is all the way up to six. So if we can get six and a half or seven, that money line might get even bigger. So. I say it goes to six and a half, and I think Aaron gets his money. I think Baylor wins. I think Baylor wins by seven, and it goes to seven. I don't know. I, I'm 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 learning. What? I don't even know what I just said. How about BYU wins outright? We'll call it that. Fair enough. Last, in a, wow, seemed, speaking of NFL teams, number five Alabama against Mississippi State Bull, Bull Jabs. Alabama in this spot coming off a loss. Um, one would say to give Nick Saban money here, but another part of you says Nick Saban never is loyal to the Las Vegas. With that being said, Aaron, what you got in this game? I want no part of this game as yep. far as the, the spread goes. I, I've told you a hundred times I'm done betting on or against Nick Saban. Um, in this one, we have to look at a situation is can, can Mississippi State score is the yes. really big question. 
can they score? That's that's the that's the key for me to this game is um their quarterback right is not terrible. I've seen him play, he's not bad. Yeah, so the, the total right now in this one's 58. Yep, even I just don't see a, a situation where Alabama wants to really I mean, the only thing I can see is where they want to hurt them, and they might actually overexert themselves trying to hurt Mississippi State. I'm gonna take the under 58 in this game. Really? Yeah. I think we get a situation where it's like like 34 17. Nothing crazy. I was 17 and a half, and I'm gonna say you know, it was like 35 to 17. How about that? What can we agree on that? Well, I said, yeah, that's fine. 34, 35. It's but it me 17 and a half, though. All right. Well, just so you can cover, are you trying to bet Alabama to cover 17 points? Yeah, let's get more money. I'll be all right. There you go. <laughs> so we'll take Alabama and the under. All right, let's go. It doesn't make sense. Um, let's switch over here to Vice Golfies. Um, the best balls, lowest price shipped to your door. That was loud. I'm sorry. Um, listen, Vice Golf has been changing the game. Feel better with your swing. Feel better with everything about your golf game because the key is your just like your ball. You know, your balls are key. Okay. I can say that because we weren't live. I can say that, okay? Anyways, switching gears. NFL, oh, any last words on Vice Golf, by the way? On Vice Golf? No. Play golf. Buy Vice. It's always great. MikeAndAndRive.com is the key, though, on that part. Packers, Bears. Boy, this one, Justin Fields has, I guess, opened the keys. to. I'm kidding. I don't know what he's doing here. But Bears defense is playing better than it has before. Aaron, do you believe the Packers should win by more than five and a half? The over-under is 44 and a half, and we're talking the money stuff here. I think Packers win. I think under 44 and a half might be in play here. Yeah, I've, I've looked at this game, and like like we talked about you know, Monday, it seems like the defense and, and the Chicago Bears are just energized for this. Uh, like a bunny. For Justin Fields. And he's got a he's, – he, he, he's played – uh, he's practiced this week, so it's not like I know the hyperextended knee uh, oh. doesn't seem to be an issue here. But um, I think I think Justin Fields is going to be amped up to go against Aaron Rodgers here. Uh, the line has moved in my favor, so I'm going to take five and a half. I think we might get six by the time the maybe the game starts. So you think Packers, or you're going Bears plus five and a half? Bears plus five and a half. Yep. Okay, I, I got to learn how to do the line moving thing. I'll be right though. And straight up winner, you think Bears do win? Is plus one ninety good enough to sprinkle or not really? But you think Packers win by three? Yeah, three. Aaron Rodgers seems to have a late game winning heroics against the Bears anyway. I've seen that multiple times on all kind of prime, all kind of games. He's always done that against the Bears. I don't know what it is. I want to take a quick timeout here because the uh, Seattle Kraken have achieved the first win in team history. With a 4-3 victory over the Nashville Predators. 4-3? 4-3, yeah. Those jerks trying to make us cute. <laughs> Those bastards trying to make them. You know what? Screw them. But hey, you know what? We have scored seven goals in two games. I wish we scored, could have scored four against Golden Knights and at least pushed through a tie there. Oh, dang it. I'm so sour about Vegas game, but I have officially seen every game in Kraken history. I'll continue. I can... I'm going to keep that streak alive the best that I can. Ooh, I love our team. <laughs> Good for you, buddy.
I'm, I'm we dropped four goals. Drop four goals on the Predators. Shut up, minor league rando. Vikings, Panthers, Aaron, the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, is Dalvin Cook's got to be healthy at this point, right? You know, it, it, that's the thing. It's like, even if he's not, it seems like Madison's just taking the torch, anyways. It's, it's oh. can you, I mean, like, the, the Vikings squeaked away with a victory against Detroit. It seems like that's, that's, I mean, Detroit just seems to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory week after week after week. But I think the big question here is, is the health of Christian McCaffrey. Is is he going to play? He didn't practice Thursday. If he can't practice Friday, then it's he's going to be out one more week. He's a hammy. Like is I always tell people, fast guys, hamstrings, not a good idea. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the, the key to looking at this one. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he misses one more week. I agree. There, therefore, I'm going to take the Vikings on the road, laying the point. You don't think under 46 would be the play here? No, I think these two teams can still score. It's just not something I want to touch. I'm not saying the under is not a bad play. I just the under started at 48, and it's already down to 46. So. Oh, I'll do. Yeah, I'll do Vikings minus two along with you. That's that's fair. We'll make that. And drive fans will make that too, right, guys? Thank you. There it is. I love our interactions with the recorded show. <laughs> um, Kansas City Chiefs and the uh, Washington Football Nameless. Team. In DC, for what that's worth, not not much. Um, of course, the Chiefs, all the betting stuff. Don't you love it? They're the seven. You can't get six and a half. Can't get seven and a half. Just seven. Just seven. I guarantee most of that money is on the Chiefs. I'm riding with them. I, I mean, I'm. Sure. I don't care if the hundred ten percent is on. I'm going with the Chiefs. I mean, it, it's not a bad play. Uh, yeah, seventy five percent of the action I have here is with the Chiefs as well, minus six and a half. But one thing I've seen a lot of people, sharp squares, pundits, whatever you want, they all love the over. These two teams on defense seem to be hot garbage. Swiss cheese. But not so fast, my friend. When everyone seems to be on a consensus, so to speak, pick of the over, and the line moves down, line opened up at 56, and it's at 54 and a half. Oh. I want to be where the sports books are. So I'm going to take the 54 and a half and I'm going to play the under in this one. I agree with you. I'm going to tell you why. Watch this game be like where the football team finally starts playing defense. I still like Taylor Heineke. Aaron's tired from working. <laughs> I think she, I don't know if she's going to boat race him, but give me 10, give me a 10 point win in like a 24 to 14 victory. I'll be just fine. You think Kansas City's only going to give up 14 points on defense? That's going to be but a you. Wait, What was it, 24 to 21? Give me 31-21. That works for both of us. I, I don't know. I don't do maths very yeah, well. You got, you got to cover your spread there, Mike. <laughs> no, I'm trying. I'm learning every week, man. I'm just darn you guys. You're getting there. Legalize it, baby. Um, Chargers, Ravens. This might... There's two games that could begin of the week. This one is definitely one of them. L.A. Chargers, Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson, who <laughs> I never talked about this game on the AM drive. I've never seen a team be bulldozed like that. I mean, none of the Falcons. I mean, the Falcons, the Patriots just weren't playing well in the Super Bowl. Colts literally were punching these guys in the mouth Lamar Jackson gets pissed on the sidelines, and it's like a switch just flipped. 
and they start punching us in the mouth. They're like, what? Hold on now. Our kicker, I don't know what happened to Hot Rod, but Hot Rod had no flames and flat tires. And we completely crapped our pants. I was very frustrated, but also loving Lamar Jackson. I didn't really care about it. But wearing this hat in shame today is not helping my, my morale right now. You should never wear your team's hat in shame. You should always. Well, it's happening, but never the Kraken because we're you know we're playing amazing. Yeah, where's your Kraken hat? I got my Vegas Golden. Well, it doesn't right. fit. I'm okay. We're working on it. You gotta get a smaller head. I all my. <laughs> What's you got in this game, dude? I'm taking Baltimore. I'm taking the two and a, I'm laying the two and a half here. I don't love the Chargers. They had to, they had to, they had to spend a lot of energy playing Cleveland. Getting everything they could to get that win. I'm still not sold on them. On top of the fact that the Chargers also have the worst rushing defense in the NFL. The worst. Well, what did Baltimore do the best in the NFL? They run the football. Not only that, all of a sudden, Lamar Jackson, accurate passer. He's he's proven me wrong. I'm eating my words right right now. I'm eating my words. And if if here if you can have some more. If you really want me to be a believer, Lamar, torch this passing offense. Dude, he has re- last three or four. I mean, I think about the first two weeks we were kind of like, eh, what's going on with them? I mean, good God, he has looked incredible. Marquise Brown, the only way he gets the ball, besides end arounds and sweeps or whatever, is running down the field and Lamar throwing dimes. That's what's happening. In, he's turning into a bona fide receiver as well. Marquise I'm- Brown should not be number one receiver that's happening. Well, uh, if that's a testament to Lamar, then that's what it is. And remember, this was my Super Bowl pick. I'm still feeling good you. about it. My Super Bowl pick. You got to win these games, and I think uh, I think getting that two and a half when it started at three might oh, yeah. be a big key number movement. So I think Baltimore wins by this by three to six points. So give me Baltimore minus two and a half. So he's playing the Fox thing too. It's like so if you guys see it, just pick three to six, and you're good money any either way. Okay, but I agree with the two and a half. Completely agree. Sorry, Justin Herbert. Cardinals Brownies, listen, Arizona has to fall off at one point. This spread is three and a half. I would move towards the Cardinals in that spot because I think they would lose by three. I do think Browns win this game. And and there's no undefeated teams left. Yeah, that's a tough one. Plus three and a half is easy for me. Yeah, Arizona the last few weeks, we talked about them in our power rankings. They're just there because they're undefeated, well, at least for me. Um, that being said, I don't know really what to make of Cleveland. At home, they're pretty strong. Um, this line, the total has moved down five and a half points, or actually, excuse me, four and a half points. Oh, my Lord, that's get, huge. I actually think – we get uh, – I'm going to take the over. Right now it's 49.5 is what I see. I don't know what BetUS has. 49.5. All right, I'm going to take the over in this one. I think we get something along the lines of 52 to 58 points here. I think <laughs> – I'm going to say Arizona, It's it's it seems likely they go down. Give me 31-28 Browns. All right, I'm going to stick and stay on the Arizona being undefeated. Nope. I, eh, just give me the over. I don't know. All right, we'll do 31-28 Browns, deal or no deal, deal what's happening. Good night. But we have two more games to talk about, including the night game. Cowboys 
against the Patriots. Um, speaking of Tom Brady, he's playing right now. What's the score in that game? Is it 21-7 still, hopefully? <laughs> no, actually, it was 28-14. to 14, And uh, it's still 28-14. to 14. The the Phillies, Phillies drive him down to try to score to catch my plus seven here. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I went with the Buccaneers on that one. Jalen um, Hurts, 11 of 25 for 109 yards. Puke. <laughs> Sorry. It's the PM driving. We're not throw- we're throwing out by now. Um when this game I'm gonna make sure that I have the money correct here. Yeah, it's three and a half for that. Da- Ooh. Give me Patriots plus three and a half, and I won't touch the over under at 15 and a half. I think Patriots lose by three. Yeah, it's a tough one because I've been singing the praises of Dallas, well, for five weeks now, and they're 5-0 and against the spread. So Bill's about to play keep away, let's be fair. That's the only way they win this game is if they play keep away. Yeah, well, we're still talking about Dallas, though. I know. Okay. Oh, Bill Belichick. I thought you meant the Bills. I'm like, we're not to that game yet. No, Bill Belichick. Uh, okay, that's where I got confused. Uh, oof. This is a tough one. I, I, I might need another day for this one for the preview. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to take the under 50 and a half. Is it 50 and a half on BetUS? I believe so, yes. Yeah, yes. I'll take the under 50 and a half. Me. I can do that too. I but I think Patriots, like I said, they're going to play keep away. They're going to control the ball for like 35 minutes. And I think they either lose by three on a random field goal because Dak finally finds a way. Or Patriots sneak out a victory or this thing goes to overtime, which hopefully for you it doesn't go to overtime. But for now, I'll say Patriots lose by three. Well, I just picked up Nick Folk as my fantasy kicker, so let's hope he kicks like seven field goals. That'd be great. That could be – that um, the Cowboys defense is good enough, and I think under 15 and a half with their defense playing it like it is, that works. Okay. Sunday night football on NBC. Gary Underwood singing every week. Seahawks and Steelers. I wish you'd stop. I wish you'd stop. (laughs) This game. Let Gary sing it. Before the season. I don't even care if she sings it. This game before the season started was okay. And now it's like really, really boring and not. And just. uh, I don't know. This might be the least watched Sunday night game so far this season. It's a five point spread, I believe, for. Steelers, yes, it is. Um, with Geno Smith, makes it even less watchable. I'll give Geno a watch, though, just because I, I'm like, he played okay against the Rams late. I'll say Steelers win by 24. Steelers, <laughs> Steelers by 24, wow. Um, I actually think Geno might be all right here. No. Uh, Seattle... I don't know. Can I really? I understand that Pittsburgh beat Denver, and we're starting to look at Denver as a fraudulent team. Um, you know, this is Najee a Monday night. Harris. Najee had a coming out party last week. I tell you that. Uh, can I? Can I ask you a question though? Do you know yes. who the last? Do you know who the last quarterback to start a regular season game not named Russell Wilson was for Seattle? Oh, don't tell me Savar Jackson. May he rest in peace. Yep. I didn't want. I didn't want to go there. But I was like, "That's the one I could think." Dang, that sucks. Yeah, I'm gonna in honor of Tavares mm. Jackson. I'm gonna take Seattle plus five here. How much of a teammate is Tavares been? Like he was a 
I mean, he's not a terrible quarterback. Obviously, he's a career backup, but he always just was right there with Russell Wilson. He would come in. It just it's always been I always he was like one of my favorite backers in the league besides Ryan Fitzpatrick. I loved this hearing. Oh, he always had a job. Always had a job in the NFL as a backup quarterback. The whole team guy and gets killed. I hate it. Yeah, I I mean he was. He was he had a short run in Minnesota where he was the guy, but it just didn't work right. out. Um so let's go Gino. Let's go Gino plus five. Seattle plus five. I'll go, yeah, that's fair. I'll go see. Okay, I'm going to change my mind here. Seattle plus five. In fact, if you can get a teaser, it can take Seattle minus 25. How about that? We'll do that in honor of Gino and Tavares here. Seattle minus 25. What are you doing? Yeah, we're going to switch it around. We're going to put the blood back on the Steelers now. Darn them. So you think Seattle's going to win by 26 or more points? Yes. Whew. I'll take that action. I would, so, book ahead. I would book that if I was a sports book. Thank you. Any last words or parting shots? Besides uh, the Kraken winning? No. Yeah, congratulations to the Kraken. Also, the Lightning came back. They were down. About uh, time we won. About time we won. Shut up. It's one one. <laughs> but they were down, uh, I believe, 6-2 to two or 6-3. to three. Again? Yeah, they were down. Let me see. Let me look at it. They were down. Eesh. They were down 4-2. to two. Yeah, they were down 6-3 to three in the third period. Came back with three goals and then won the game in overtime with my boy Andre. Not, has it ever happened to a team allows six goals and comes back from three down? That's uh, got to be some record. I don't think I've ever seen. Off the top of my head, yeah. I've watched hockey for like 35 seconds and I've never seen. That's fair. Seconds, I'm sorry. That's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> oh. So, no, yeah. I, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to recording tomorrow night's show. For Saturday as well, the, the NFL preview. I'll, I'll be a lot more focused because I'm actually going to read up on a lot more of these NFL games tonight. For sure. I want to read up on a book and go to sleep. over that? I'm also going to eat dinner and go to sleep. See, it's different. It's only eight o'clock here. I'm going to you know, settle in, watch the late NHL games here. Catch he didn't even eat dinner, guys. That's the problem with this. Is like, like he just jumped on. Like, let's do it. All right, cool. Yeah, well, VGK is already up one nothing. So let's go ahead and I sign off. Too. Let's go ahead and sign off. Why do I care at this point? Yeah, you're right. Let's sign off. Take us home, Aaron. All right, so we appreciate you guys watching this. I know it was pre-recorded. I know it's a little dark in our studios here, but uh, hopefully we gave you some knowledge, entertained you for an hour or so. But I want to thank all the sponsors, Vice Golf, Popple, Fanatics, Buttercloth. Obviously, we want you to follow all of our social medias, which are right up there in the corner, at AM Drive TV, on the book, on the bird, on the gram, and on the talk. <laughs> that that works. Go with? On the hickory dickory dock. Mouse signed up for TikTok. Oh. All, right. All right, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, don't forget, 8 a.m., excuse me, not 8 a.m., 10 a.m. Eastern, we'll have the NFL preview show as well. I need another cocktail. Mike. Good night, you. everybody. Good night.